Yeah, admit it. You wish that song was still playing. My name is James, and this is uh, my podcast that I've already renamed to the Blue Collar Bible Podcast. Uh, will I change its name again? Maybe. You never know. Uh, so just stick with me, and we'll see where this goes. It's my goal to actually record at least uh, an episode a week over the next seven weeks. And some people uh, fast from food for Lent, and I was talking to my wife. Um, I am trying to do some things like that, uh, but I also decided to launch a podcast for Lent. So not sure if that makes any sense at all, uh, but here I am recording again. So why did I name it to Blue Collar Bible? Uh, I posted on Facebook uh, that, hey, I just started a podcast, if anybody's interested in listening. Uh, a couple of people <laughs> had commented, um, they might be listening to this, that the blue collar part that I put in my comments um, just fit me. So if you don't know me personally, I do come from a typical blue collar family. And before, before moving into full-time vocational ministry, I actually worked at an automotive body shop. And as a teenager, I thought I would make a career out of being an auto mechanic. Um, that didn't last too long. Actually, wasn't as good as I thought I would be. So if you ever hear me preach, it's not real intellectual. You could describe it as blue collar. So thought it was fitting to just rename it. So today I want to share with you a couple thoughts on the passage. It's from Psalm 77, 1 and 2. And it says this, Cry aloud to God, aloud to God, and He will hear me. I sought the Lord in my day of trouble, and my hands were continually lifted up all night long, and I refused to be comforted. One thing I know for sure is that we all have difficult seasons, and I've heard it said many times that you're either just coming out of a storm, in a storm, or you're just headed into a storm in your life, and life definitely has troubles. It's full of trouble, and if you're a Christian, you're not exempt from it either, and in fact, we're actually promised to have them. This is a psalm of lament, and by definition, um, that is a passionate expression of grief or sorrow. In the last podcast, I shared with you uh, the blessing of correction. It is actually a blessing to be corrected by a parent so that we learn from the things not to do, or what not to do, or what to do, and it's for our own good that parents teach us these things, things like controlling our anger or good that um, we know what to take care of our stuff. And we typically learn these lessons when we're corrected. So why do we fear being corrected? Because it's usually a good thing uh, that whoever's correcting us is wanting the best for us. So today, a little bit similar to that, I want to share with you a thought about hard times. Do we fear hard times? I think I do. I often think about ways I can prepare for hard times. I'm kind of a prepper, not not much in a, like doomsday prepping, but kind of like a prepper with a seatbelt. So I think of things like how can I lessen the blow if hard times do come our way? And as I keep saying these words, hard times, I can't help but think of one of my favorite wrestlers, Dusty Rhodes. He put hard times on Dusty Rhodes and his family. You don't know what hard times are, Daddy. Anyway, 
One of the hard times we fear are having broken hearts. We fear losing a loved one. We fear losing something valuable or losing our health or losing uh, many things because we don't want to experience those hard times. And here's a quote from John Bunyan, who if you aren't aware of who that is, um, he's an author of the very first Christian book that I ever read called Pilgrim's Progress. I was given that book for my pastor to read when I uh, first shared that I felt God was calling me to preach, and I do appreciate that he gave me a book and showed some care, but um, that book was not that great. I understand it's a it's a Christian classic, and maybe some of you have read it, but wow, that thing was like super long, and I was dumb enough to think that it was actually a true story. Turns out it was fiction, uh, so I was all confused uh, as a teenager trying to learn more about God and the Bible, and I'm handed this book called Pilgrim's Progress. And Anyway, getting sidetracked here. John Bunyan says in his last book, it's called The Acceptable Sacrifice, he says, But I say, what is the reason some so prize what others so despise? Since they both stand in need of the same grace and mercy of God in Christ. Why the one sees and the other sees nothing of this woeful, miserable state. And thus I've showed you the necessity of a broken heart. Number one, man is dead and must be quickened. Two, man is a fool and must be made wise. Three, man is proud and must be humbled. Four, man is self-willed and must be broken. Five, man is fearless and must be made to consider. Six, man is a false believer and must be rectified. Seven, man is a lover of sin and must be weaned from it. Eight, man is wild and must be tamed. Nine, man disrelishes the things of God and can take no savor in them until his heart is broken. So that's his quote. Um, But when we contemplate our own sinfulness, it can actually cause us to despair and wonder, you know, is God with us? And however, I think that contemplating our sinfulness actually makes us keenly aware of our need for God. And I can tell you that speaking from a male perspective, uh, that we enjoy the feeling of accomplishment or security. When we know that we're in control of our own destiny, it actually feels really good. However, that can lead us to not depend on God. In 2013, I had the job that I thought what I would retire from. I was 23 years old, had a job with Geico Insurance. I was in charge of my own territory here in Mansfield and the surrounding counties. Had great benefits, great pay. The retirement was awesome. And I was fired in December 2013. Talk about the feeling of being in hard times. I felt like a screw-up. But I think most importantly is that I convinced myself that life and income was truly secure. And when it crashed on me and it was taken away, I was in hard times. So let me tell you that in that moment, I did not feel like God was teaching me anything. But the blessing of time is that as it passes, you see things differently. Now I can look back. 10 years later, and see the lessons I learned 
and also the change in direction it created. I doubt I would have ever said yes to a future ministry position for a full-time vocational ministry if I was still at GEICO. The pay was just too good to ever leave. And I see now, though, that I needed humbled. I see now that my self-will was not reliant on God. And I see now that I'm actually wiser to see where God's leading. Have you ever heard the song, 10,000 Reasons? It says this, Bless the Lord, my soul, oh, my soul, worship His holy name. In Psalm 77, there's an inner dialogue taking place, which is the passage that I just read earlier. The writer is actually remembering events in the past where God was faithful and good. When we encounter difficult seasons, we can actually remind ourselves of God's goodness. Our inner dialogue actually helps us maintain our faith even when we feel that God is far from us in a particular moment. Hey, I thank you for sticking with me for another podcast. I'll see you later, buddy.